welcome to Joyfully You Podcast. I'm your host, Kelsey Lowe, and I'm so excited for this episode right now. This episode is for all of you coaches out there that have been thinking about doing a launch, that are thinking about that coaching program, that one-on-one program, you're thinking about doing it, but there's just something standing in the way. You're like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just scared. I'm scared. I don't want to do it. There's so much on the line. Girl, I get it. I get it. Okay. And so here's the thing. Here's the thing. Like I imagine it being like an invitation when you're standing in front of this ride and you've been waiting in line for this ride for so long and you're with your best friend and then you get up to the ride and she's like, all right, let's go. It's our turn. And you're like, no, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. She's like, girl, you're never going to experience the thrill if you don't get on the fucking ride. You know what I'm saying? Okay. That's literally the analogy that I think of is, yeah, it's much safer not to get on the roller coaster, but you're never going to experience the thrill of it. And the best part about it being in the coaching world is you get to experience the thrill, but so do your future clients because they get to experience investing in themselves and saying yes to a transformation in some area of their life that they are ready to make a change in. And so not only do you get a thrill, but everyone else that you get to work with that comes in contact with you when you are standing in your mission, when you are being a maniac on a mission, you're also empowering them in their journey. So you standing in your truth, you going after the things that you want really empowers everyone else around you. Okay. And so I I just want to share some of the key things that really helped me when I was in the transition phase from, I'm going to show up every day online. I'm going to stand for self-love and these things that I've experienced. I didn't even realize that that's what was standing in my way. And like, I didn't even realize that I, that I had this capacity to love myself on such a deep level. I didn't realize like how holding on to past things was causing like literally like emotional knots in my body and like my energy field. I didn't even really fully understand what energy field was like all these things you know and it was that moment of yeah but how do I make money doing this right giving 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 online showing up showing up but how do I make money and so like the first thing that really supported me um and I don't even remember like what influencer or coach or whoever I was following in the beginning well a lot of it was from Angie Lee if you if you are starting a coaching business or you want to do something around like helping people and I mean it's coaching essentially like if you want to start a coaching business follow Angie Lee she's amazing or podcast or blog or write a book things like that she's great she's all around like sales and marketing and I remember listening to an episode from her and it was all around how if we want if you want people to be able to work with you you need to give them a clear channel on how to get there it's kind of like being like hey i'm having a party and it's in the middle of nowhere and there's no roads to get there but i'm having a party you know like <laughs> that person will have to go through the wilderness or the jungle to try and fight and crawl to maybe find you to work with you so imagine you got to create a clear road a clear channel a clear clear avenue for that client to be able to come and work with you and so what does that look like that looks like creating an offer. So if you have been seeing similar struggles and similar pain points and similar things that women are wanting and what you're seeing or, or what the ideal client, men or women, whatever, the ideal client is wanting, create an offer. And what I did was just for an offer, meaning how can they work with you? What does that one-on-one package look like? When you're first starting out, it's one-on-one. And what I recommend doing, and this is, I'm just giving you guys like insight as if we were sitting down having coffee and you're like, hey, I want to start a coaching business. How'd you do it in the beginning? 
of course you got to be able to show up you got to show up and make that declaration to yourself and to the people that you that are following you that you want to that you are here to empower them through the things that they're going through and so oftentimes you're wanting to help people go through what you've already gone through right you know it's our pain becomes our purpose and so working with someone is is so much more effective when it's set as a program versus like a month to month thing where it's anywhere from three to six to 12 months but in the beginning like I was intimidated by six months so I went for three months and now I only do six months right but in the beginning it was three months and you get to name it. It gets to become a program, even if it's one-on-one coaching um, in the beginning, even if you don't have like created material just yet, which creating material could be as easy as creating a Word document and turning it into a PDF, by the way, and using canva.com. If you've never used Canva, that's an amazing tool. It's like it's like graphic design for dummies almost. Like that's how I feel. But then like you can get like pretty detailed with it and have fun. Like every single thing you've ever, if you've been following me for a while or you follow me on Instagram or like every single graphic I've ever made for things has been through Canva. Okay. And I even remember going and hiring someone to make like a logo for me and they used all the templates from Canva. Okay guys. So just do it yourself or at least try the first time around. Like that's kind of also mentors have told me this and I kind of really like this philosophy is yes I will hire people to help me do things in my business but I want to do it the first time I want to be able to see what that process is before I ever hand it off to someone else so I can see if it actually works or doesn't versus it being an in theory kind of a thing you know So when you're creating a program, what I did is I created a start date for it. Even though it's private coaching, it's a one-on-one kind of a thing, you still got to announce it and have a start date. And so this creates a sense of urgency, not just for them, but for you. So you're like, this is when we're starting. And it creates this, it puts you into this like campaigner mode. Like you become like, okay, we have a campaign. And I, I recommend giving yourself two to three weeks to be able to promote it, right? You're like, hey, guess what? This is exciting. I have, you know, however many spots. And you get to kind of have that conversation with yourself of what is my capacity? How many people would would I like to coach one-on-one? And being able to, um, so say you're like, oh, I want to work with four people. So announcing that to the people that you follow online, like, hey, guys, there's four openings for one-on-one private coaching, for people that are struggling with this and instead want this. It gets to be that simple. What is that problem? What is that thing that they're Googling? What is that issue that they're struggling with? And if you're having that answer for it, speak it clearly to them. And if you feel like you don't know how to speak it clearly, then speak it messy. Speak it. Try it. Put that phone up to your face. Speak to them. Create that offer. And this can even be where you don't even... I didn't have a website... I literally had a PDF of like, this is what it is, this is who it's for, this is what it includes, this is what you do to take the next step. And for me, what I had that next step be was I would say, send me a message if you're interested. And then I would talk to them in the DMs and I would send them a schedule link so we can hop on a call together. But actually in the beginning, it wasn't even a scheduling link. It was like, hey, are you available to hop on the phone today? 
right? It was that easy. It was, I was like, are you, are you available to, um, hop on the phone today or tomorrow? Right. Urgency is great. When someone's like, yeah, I'm interested. It's like, cool. Let's hop on the phone. Let's have a phone date. I love using that verbiage because it's so inviting, right? Let's have a phone date. Let's hop on the phone. And then this is when you get to have an enrollment conversation with that person. You get to find out what it is that they want. What is their vision? Where is it that they see themselves six months from now? If they could have it their way, what would that look like? And you're, you're essentially, ev- you are evoking that dream case scenario for that person. So you can find out if what you are offering is in line with what it is that they want. And at the same time, you can ask them what has been standing in the way because they need to be able to see what's standing in the way because it's not enough just for you to see it. They need to be able to see it because for us individually as humans, like we want to be able to, we need to know and understand what's in our way for us to be able to start to overcome it. And like nine times out of 10, it's almost actually no 10 times out of 10. Like we are the ones standing in our own way. I mean, we, we, we know that we're human. It happens. And that's why we have all these different layers of different people that we can work with that then we can work with other people and then they can work with other people, right? It's this beautiful web of empowerment and being mirrors for each other to see each other, to be able to take a stand in, in what it is that we believe in, in our life and so forth. So my process with that was, and once we are able to connect on the phone, evoke that vision, find out what's standing in the way, find out if they're willing to invest into changing that, and then asking permission to say, can I share my coaching offer with you? Obviously, the answer is already yes, because that's why they got on the phone. But I just like having that additional layer of permission because it just kind of evokes the like, yes, yes, I would like that. Um, And then sharing what it is, sharing the details of it. And then when you get to the price point of it too, is imagining having the calmness of being at the table and asking someone to pass the salt. When you're talking to someone, you might even break conversation and be like, hey, can you pass the salt? Okay, cool, thanks. And keep talking to someone else. There isn't any emotional attachment to the idea of passing the salt. And so when you get to delivering the price, if you feel a little bit uncomfortable about your price, that's a great sign because... Like this transformation becomes really spicy when the price is uncomfortable for you and it's uncomfortable for the client because then both of you guys show the fuck up so big, you know, it's pretty cool. Um, So when you get to that point of offering that, you want to keep your voice as even as possible because there's so much nonverbal cues and stuff that are happening. And so if your voice cracks or if you sound like you're asking a question when you're delivering the price and you don't sound confident in the price, then it is so hard. And it is like, and you, it's almost impossible for the person that you are wanting to work with to feel confident in investing in themselves that you can carry them and hold them through that process. Because if you don't feel confident in it, then they aren't going to be able to feel the confidence from you. Like sales is a transfer of confidence over to that client, to that person that we're work, that we're desiring to work with. Um, and even just practicing this with your voice, even if you, you know, even if there is a part of you that's a little bit afraid or nervous or whatever else, once you get into the groove of doing it, you got it right. And so we want to be able to deliver that message. Cool as a cucumber just like passing the salt, you know? Um, yeah. And then 
Also, too, the mindset that I use whenever it comes to offering coaching, whatever it is that I'm selling, anything that I'm selling or I'm in an enrollment process for, my mindset around it is I want to get that person to an empowered decision. Whether that is a yes or a no, I do not care. Obvi. A yes is super exciting, right? Like, yes, a new person I get to work with. This is also me, like, making money in my business, right? It feels like success. Um, But the most important thing for me is that it's a clear yes or a clear no. Because I've had many, because it disempowers them and it disempowers me whenever there's a ghosting situation happening. And it is up to you as the coach to guide and lead and hold that space so that client can come to an empowered decision. So the way that you set up the calls, the way that you are guiding them and leading them, the demands that you make upon them, for example, whatever that price is, um, how long do they have to decide, right? You know, like whatever I do is like when I deliver the price, I tell them specifically, and this is what it is to get started now right? There's a deposit. There's something that they would pay right then and there on the phone. Like, this is what it is to start now. If you're in, this is the, this is the next step essentially, right? This is the next step. Um, and I think that that part is so crucial because the client needs to have step-by-step clear. And the moment money is down, like, oh, I've heard it many times and I totally believe it. It's like uh, transformation happens after a transaction, right? And this is transformational, not transactional, but transactions cause transformations. It really does because when we invest money, one of the strongest energies that we have, like, you know, it's a type of energy. It's an energy exchange, right? The give and flow of energy of like, you know, offering someone for their service and whatever else. Um, because it is such a strong energy, when we invest in ourselves, it can feel so scary and it pushes up against every single one of our worthiness conversations, all of our, you know, internal voices of what responsibility looks like and if we should or if we shouldn't, if we're worth it, if we're not worth it, like if this is going to give us money back, if it's not, like, you know, all, you know, betting on ourselves is one of the scariest things, but it is one of the most empowering things too. And I truly believe that when we bet on ourselves, we always win. And so like, I've always viewed travel and the way that I travel, I've always viewed it as my extended education. And so even in the earlier years where I didn't really have that much money, I would put stuff on my credit card and (laughs) worry about it later because in my mind, I'm like, I invest I, I've been I've been told that it's totally acceptable to invest in college and go into debt. So why would it be unacceptable to invest in traveling where I'm seeing the world, meeting new people, where it literally feels like every day is a fucking classroom, you know? So that's where I got to make the rules for myself. And it's my relationship with it. And, you know, obviously we want to pay off debt. Duh. You know, that's not the point of saying that. The point is I was, I was willing to invest and take the risk in investing in myself because I knew that the return on that investment would be greater than any debt or fees accumulated or whatever the fuck else, you know? And so 
Investing in yourself goes a long way. And so when you're creating, and so, okay, also too, if you're trying to be a coach, but you don't have a coach, WTF, man, WTF, why? Ask yourself, why don't I have a coach? Whatever that story is, question it, because that story will be projected and will start showing up with all the people you want to work with, right? You'll start talking to people and they'll be like, oh, and whatever the decision is as to why they don't want to hire a coach will probably be the exact same reason you don't want to hire a coach right or whatever that excuse is or reason is and I'm not saying you always have to have one but actually I feel like yeah there always needs to be a coach on your side a mentor on your side someone who's like that person that you have with you in order to grow like that's been crucial for me especially if you're a relationship oriented person and like those relationships is a driving force and a big motivator for you in your life and in your business then growing a one-on-one relationship with someone is going to be crucial as well so i've been working with the same coach for the past like 13 months i mean and it's october 2020 so who knows <laughs> in the future because in my mind i'm like this I want this woman always to be in my corner. Like, I love her so much. There's such this, like, soul connection. And she knows how to coach me. She knows that, how like, my fear manifests in sometimes really, like, ambiguous ways. And she knows how to call it out. And, she, like, sometimes I've had times where I'm like, oh, my gosh, I don't like her. But I also love her, you know? And, like, I think that's, like, a well-rounded coach. It's like sometimes there's certain things of, like, her guiding me through certain discomforts of being like, no, we're doing this. Like, you got this. Or like, uh, she, or me saying something, she's like, I call bullshit, you know? Or her being like, okay, say it in a different way because I'm not enrolled. I don't understand with things. You know, just being a good coach. And I've learned so much from her. And that gets passed into my coaching. And so I think hiring someone who's farther ahead in the same journey and the direction that you're wanting to go is really important. And if you can't hire them, hang out with them. And if you can't hang out with them, find out where they hang out and go hang out there. You know, be in that proximity of being around these people in this type of environment where you can grow, whether that's in an online space or an in-person space, right? There's so many little online neighborhoods, (laughs) so many different platforms, so many different places to be able to meet people. Um, Even like group coaching programs I've met and also gotten clients from group coaching programs for other people because I'm being active and just being of service and giving and commenting and offering suggestions and things like that. And then it, 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 it's like, it's like a currency, right? If we're constantly pushing in one direction and if we're in water and we're like pushing in one direction, it starts to eventually create this whirlpool effect where it starts to come back to us. And so the same thing happens if, if you're wanting to attract more clients, start commenting and supporting and cheering for everyone else the way you wish people were doing for you start supporting other people by like you know lifting them up and being in that service space versus feeling like in the hunger space do you know what I mean does that make sense and then also just remember like you know how you can go all out with certain things that you want to do you know how you can go all out. It just comes down to whether or not you want to do it or whether or not the mind says like, yeah, it's worth it. It's not worth it. You know, go all out. Like imagine if you were told like, hey, you know, so sorry about this, but you know, December 31st, 2020, or you know, whatever else, three months from now, you know, it's going to be your last day. So uh, just wanted to give you a heads up. You got three months left to live and uh, enjoy.
<laughs> you know, if someone were to come to your doorstep and give you that message, in an instant, everything would be so clear as to what is important to you and what is not. There's been so many studies on this around people. When they find out that they have cancer, instantly everything becomes clear. The things that, that are important to them are revealed. The things that are not are is is, is dropped out and it's like you know that dream career that dream trip that dream or that 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 long overdue conversation whatever it might be and so I like to visualize not visualize but I I guess yeah I visualize what would I do if I knew my time was limited because all of our time is limited we all it's guaranteed that we all are going to die one day but we have this illusion that it's going to be a long time from now I mean and it would actually be really nice right we all want to live a long life and I think maybe who knows guys maybe I just have a little bit of PTSD from my friend passing away or trauma from my friend passing away but because she did pass away so abruptly and swiftly and at such a young age I can't help but think about it as this reminder that tomorrow is not promised and if I'm going to die I want to leave a legacy and even if the last thing, you know, it's like, even if it's something that feels as small and minuscule as an Instagram story or an IGTV or sending a text message to someone or commenting on someone's thing and being like, you go girl, you got this, I'm rooting for you, it, you know, whatever it might be that it's leaving a ripple, it's creating a ripple effect. And it's like, it's a drop in the ocean that can eventually create waves and trusting that every one of those little things does matter. Because I think sometimes it's easy to procrastinate when we're looking at the big picture and we want the big picture, forgetting that you only create the big picture with the small steps. So the small steps do matter, and it does make a big impact. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel very complete with this message. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I love you guys so much. If you have a desire to make an impact and you want to work with other people, empower them, you want to be able to be that inspiration for people, you got to first be that inspiration for yourself. Create a commitment to yourself. Show up with devotion. Create some discipline in your life. You know, it's kind of like this process of creating a positive relationship with discipline and unlearning and relearning from a lot of things from childhood because now you get to be the parent, parenting that inner child within. You get to create discipline as to what is it what it is that you need and what it is that you don't and you also get to create play right play is such an important part like you guys my business always grows when I feel like I'm stepping away from it in order to play and like do things and prioritize things that I love and there's been many times where I had this fear of like oh my gosh I don't feel like I'm being attentive you know to my business is it gonna be okay and then like two people message me about coaching and we get on a call and like they become clients you know like where I'm like oh my gosh it feels like it quote unquote came out of nowhere but there's an energy shift that happens when you are like living in your power when you're living in your power when you're feeling expressed when you're feeling in love with what is going on when you're feeling alive and you're happy it sends out this vibration and so you're able to connect with a lot of other people that are also in that same happy level but also all the people that are not are drawn to you because they're like whoa I want what she has what is this it's this like vibration you know and so the way that we create more love in our life is by doing more of the things that we love to do 
through and through, okay? And so show up, show up. Imagine that one person that you want to help. Imagine that person being in person in front of you and she's upset or he is upset because they're struggling so much with that exact thing that you understand and they're struggling. And what would you say to them? Would you look at them and their struggle and turn around and walk away? Or would you ask questions and you'd be there for them and support them? Like imagine they're like almost about to cry or maybe they are full blown crying, you know? This is the imagery that I use a lot to remember why I want to show up online, to remember why I'm ready to work with different people or grow my business or take that next step in elevating or growing and whatnot. Like I imagine it being a person right in front of me. Because never, ever, ever, ever would I look at someone and then just turn around and walk away. But I was doing it all the time on social media. Because not posting is not showing up for that person that you're destined to work with, that you're destined to serve, that you're destined to help. And it's a huge disservice if you're not showing up for that person. Because they're probably struggling with something that you have already struggled with. Or a similar form of maybe, you know, so like just remember it matters. Even if it is helping one person, it matters. Like I have had, you guys, I can't even count how many times I've posted something and been like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, I think I want to delete it. Or oh my God, people haven't liked it. Or no one's commenting on it. Or oh, it's just stupid. All of these different like inner critic thoughts and each time like I'm like no I mean sometimes I have actually deleted stuff in the past (laughs) or like archived it or whatever and but for the most part I'm like nope nope create more create more you don't like that post open up your notes and write another one that's how I have it in my head is is don't obsess about what's already been created if you published you did your work like that's how I talk to myself in my mind I'm like you did it you showed up see who responds and then have that interaction with them like you're not uh, you know and like consistently speaking to that person because people are listening and you know maybe that person got to read the post at the exact perfect time that they're like wow it's amazing but they didn't like it and they didn't comment on it and you don't know and there's sometimes we don't get that satisfaction of knowing how our how our words or ideas or thoughts are impacting other people but there's a trust there trusting that it's still making that impact and trusting that your story still matters. Um, and, you know, when you're ready to make it that business for real, you got to decide what that package price is, right? What's that price for three months? And then giving people that option of how they can pay monthly um, or six months or whatever else. It's creating that offer. What's that avenue for people to be able to get to you? And make the price something that's uncomfortable for you and uncomfortable for them. Start to create, like, who is that avatar? Who is that person? Who is that person that you want to take a stand for and you want to be right next to them as they're walking in their journey, right? Who's that person you want to walk aside, walk alongside with? What is it that they're struggling with? What is it that they want? You know, and then using that exact thing. This is what I do with my private coaching program is... I teach people how to find out exactly what their clients want. I teach them a specific process and it works every time. And it's, it's really cool because you can be able to use exactly what people are struggling with to create content from or to create your private coaching practice from, right? Also, obviously, it needs to be in alignment with what you teach 
and what you can guide people through. And so, yeah, this is kind of like a little biz chat with Kelsey episode. If you guys are liking this type of content, let me know. Send me a message on Instagram. That's where I'm always hanging out. Um, if you like this episode or if you have a, a biz bestie that you know that needs to hear this, send it to her, send it to her. And, um, if you really loved it, take a screenshot, post it to your story and tag me, girl. I want to know who's listening or boy, right? I don't know. Maybe there's guys on here. What's up, dudes? (laughs) Um, so yeah, I'm your host, Kelsey Lowe. Thank you for tuning in to Joyfully You Podcast. You guys, I'm really falling back in love with being on the show. And um, send me messages too on Instagram. If there's certain things and certain types of content that you guys like to hear or things that you'd like to learn about, or if you're really liking the stuff around coaching and kind of hearing some of the behind the scenes, let me know. I'm a human. I need to hear it. I want to know. Give me some validation. No, I'm just kidding. But really, though, it's market research. And for me, I, I like to know what's resonating with you and what's not because I like to feel out those waters of um, the things I'm going to create that I think are going to really support you best in your journey, right? I'm doing this to support you. That's the whole point. And so the, when you share some of those things, it helps me support you even more. Um, love you guys. Thanks for tuning in to another episode. And I'll see you next time. Bye.